Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at winchesterranchbeardco.com. Once again, winchesterranchbeardco.com. Our next sponsor is American Survival Co. You can reach them at americansurvivalco.com. Wilderness Survival and Tactical Training. They have two locations in Jacksonville, Florida and Northwest Arkansas. War Eagle, Arkansas to be exact. Your instructors are from the hit Netflix show, Snowflake Mountain, Matt Tate and Joel Graves. So whether it's a few hour workshop or a weekend course, it's perfect for individuals or team building exercises. For more details, head on over to americansurvivalco.com and also check out their podcast, Survival Logic. Once again, americansurvivalco.com. Welcome back to the Lifetimes Podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. Uh, it's good to be here today. Layton, what's happening today? How's it going? It's pretty good to be here. Uh, Layton's here. Oh, it's a pretty exciting uh, week. I don't, eventful. I don't know if it's eventful or exciting. I don't think it's exciting, but... You know, I spent another day, you know, uh, off in the vast wilderness of the desert there where, where I've been going. And uh, I, I'm going to get this. I'll just work it through the succession of the week here. So uh, the first of the week. I've So, you know, Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. You ever watched that show? Nope. Okay, well, that's pretty weird. They haven't watched it. But there, there's a prequel called The House of the Dragon. I've heard of that. And I didn't watch it. It's been out for two or three months already. But I didn't watch it because I don't like to... I like to watch them all at once. So I don't like to, I don't like to wait a week. So I purposely just didn't watch the show. But anyway, I finished the episode and I'm and I'm there in my I'm there in my God, sorry. Must be getting a tweet in the middle of this thing. <laughs> so like I am I'm, I'm there. Like it's a made up show, right? It's about mm -hmm. so my roommate, the one that who wants to boil bacon, if you saw the TikTok. Oh, yeah. yeah it, <laughs> He wanted to boil bacon to make it more crispy. I'll just summarize for anybody that doesn't watch TikTok. Uh, he want, He's like, hey, do you, did I tell this on the podcast? I don't think so. So I'll, I'll just get to this part of the story just to add the little back context to this guy. He's always got a cooking tip because I guess he thinks he's a pro cooker or his dad was a chef or whatever. 
Well, anyway, so he's like, do you know the secret to having your bacon crispy every time? I'm like, no. But he's always got a cooking tip. So I wasn't like trying to be annoyed, but it's bacon and egg. So I was annoyed that he was trying to give me a tip. And uh, I said, no. And he's like, if you boil your bacon, it'll make it crispy every time. And I was like, man, I just I just like to do my own trick. And he's like, what's that? And I'm like, uh, I don't know if you know, but if you just leave that bacon a little longer in the pan, it'll make it crispy every yeah. time. Like that was the, that's the TikTok I made because that was the exact story. So that guy, we're sitting here and I'm watching Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon. It's the final episode. He didn't watch any of them, and uh, <laughs> and he sits down and and he said, "Oh, hold up, he said, oh yeah, he said the costume designer should really do the research. <laughs> He's watched." Three minutes of 10 weeks, 10 episodes. And he's like, the costume designer should really do their research. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, they're using felt. Felt didn't exist back then. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I didn't want to tell him, uh, but felt uh, originated in 6500 B.C., <laughs> Uh, and, and if, and even, the, and this is a made up, sh- I'll get, let me, I'll, I'll get to the whole punchline. Just let me give the build up. Uh, so medieval times, I think it's like late period was 1500s. It was like 100 AD to like 1500s, like in that kind of medieval times. Uh, but you know, medieval times is just like regular people. Like right now, nothing changed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> let me just, so, so he said that he's like, felt didn't exist back then. I'm like, we're watching a show about flying dragons that breathe fire and burn down cities. And he's concentrated on the felt. Yeah, he's like costume designer didn't do the research. But like, I didn't want to tell him. I still haven't told him that. I didn't make a TikTok about it. I meant to, and I just never did. But now that's what he said. He watched three minutes, and he's bagging on the guy. Anyway, so felt existed, um, According to that timeline, it gave you 6,600 years before those <laughs> times would have been just based on style of dress. We'll call those medieval times. Yeah. In real life, there's no fire breathing dragons. No. Yeah. Well, that's what he, that's what he said. I didn't know. I didn't know what to tell him. Uh, so it was a, it, it was a fine week, but actually before that, I was gonna, I was gonna say this cause I got a haircut today Oh. or no, no, no. I mean, uh, the, Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like a day before that yeah. story, I got a haircut. And uh, and your your wife did, it, and she was real nervous about it. Yeah, she was well, she, it's the second time she did it though. It was, but and the first one was really good, and this one was good too. But she was nervous about it because I didn't. I was just making faces. Yeah, just like she was doing it. I was just making random faces, and so she's like, "What? You not like it?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's all right." I was just say stuff like that. Yeah, uh, and, I, and it made me think this. I, obviously, I've been getting haircuts my whole life. So have you, but I, I don't know if your local beauty shop, I'm older than you. I know, uh, you have experienced a lot of the same things. Like, like you like some of the same stuff, uh, TV shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is I am, I don't know, 15 years older. So when I would go to beauty shops, uh, they always had those books, those magazines and books that you would thumb through mm-hmm. and just look at guys' photos, yep. he- headshots. Yep. You'd be like, I like that. Yep. Or whatever. You know, that, but they would want you to do that because they would always say, bring me a picture, yep. which I always thought was funny. And I'm not ba- bashing anybody, especially anybody that listens to this show who used to cut my hair in childhood. Uh, but because, uh, I mean, it looked fine. I wouldn't have went back a second time if it was terrible. But anytime you ever like pointed in the magazine, like, oh, you like, okay, yeah. 
Never in my life, never, ever, ever, never, not one time when my haircut was done, did it ever look like the picture. <laughs> the photo. The, yeah, yeah. It never looked like the picture. Never. And so I don't even know why they had it. Like everybody it, in... No, <laughs> I grew up in a tiny town, so I'm not bashing the town. I'm just simply saying in general. Like everybody, it was a, a, a pro stylist <laughs> where you could just show them a picture like, oh, got it. Got note, note taken. Yeah, it was terrible. That, that, it never looked like the photo. Ever. Yeah, never. Uh, same here. Very. Uh, uh, I mean, I had seen it when I used to go to, to get my hair cut. It was the same process, uh, but it wasn't for like as long. So like, you're probably, it was probably normal. Uh, for a longer period of time from when you were younger to when they stopped doing it than me. Well, yeah, because you guys had phones. You could just be like that. Yeah, that. We had to yeah. thumb through magazines. Yeah. <laughs> there would be like 15 books on the table, and you just keep thumbing through dudes, and most of them were comb their hair. It was like five inches tall. Yeah. I still don't like that. I got a friend right now. He don't listen to the show, so I'm fine with it. He thinks he's the ladies' man of the world. He's married. He's got kids. But he feathers his hair up 12 inches, and he yeah, thinks that's, that's the style. And it makes his, it makes his head look like it's... 19 inches long <laughs> yeah i think it went from like just uh picking out a photo from the magazine to then I, if i went to like a barber uh they would have the same concept but it would be a picture on the wall and you tell them like one through 20 what number of model guy haircut you want uh, same concept because yeah. it probably didn't look exactly no, like the never like the photo uh, but, but yeah what you don't know is um my wife uh, th three days after giving you that haircut kept for all three days, look at me. Do you think Lloyd really liked his haircut? <laughs> uh, and then my wife kept asking me, because uh, I knew it would get back to her. I'm like, no, people think it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> people have stopped me on the road in Pecos and said, bro, who cut your hair? He's like, I cut, I cut hair. You should come to my shop. <laughs> so Yeah, she was all paranoid. So it worked. Yeah, well... That's not the best haircut I've had, yeah. I don't guess. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying that because she's going to listen to this. Yeah, well, so... And then uh, you fast forward the the work week. It's what it was. I hate. Well, I, I will say this. Just one more note on the work week. Going to Dallas and coming back from Dallas. That was my end location. But that, those two runs, mm -hmm. I never left the clouds. It was tur turbulence the whole time. Oh, that sounds like a blast. It, yeah, well, because you don't. I mean, just little shaking. That's fine. But the kind where you drop fifteen feet and you that that you know think you're going down for a second so i don't yep. really like that but uh it, it was fine so saturday i didn't know if i was going to make it so that really just transitioned into this i had a golf tournament saturday morning and I, and I didn't know if i was going to make it because there were storms when i was leaving uh friday evening and uh i was like man if i'm gonna miss it like should i drive from dallas <laughs> when i get there but i flew in it it was just fine but i get there <clears throat> I, I like i like golf I don't play like every – I used to play often. I don't play very often anymore, hardly ever. Um, but I don't like to golf when it's dark. Yeah. I, yeah, like so my friends, they don't live here. They live an hour away, but it was somebody's relative, so it was this charity thing. And so we – fundraiser was a fundraiser. So we went to um, – they went to go eat. They were eating at 6.30 in the morning. It's It doesn't even get daylight. It's 7.30 till it even – Mm -hmm. Looks like it's about to get daylight. I'm when I go to the golf course, it's dusk. Yeah, I don't like golf that much <laughs> at all. I mean, it felt okay, but I it wasn't like cold or anything. It was just misty. Like, mm -hmm. but it no, I don't know. So anyway, I play golf with my buddy Jerry and, and Brandon, 
And uh, there's a guy named Ricky, too. I know Ricky, but I didn't grow up with him like mm-hmm. I grew up with the other two. And so, we're like, they're just... It's it's three minutes. We're three minutes into this. And it's a private course. Uh, and we're three minutes in when one hits the other's back tire and then keeps punching it and raises their golf cart <laughs> off the ground and flips it over. Not sideways over, but, like, uh, picked it up off the ground and... and Turned it sideways. Yeah. Yeah. Three minutes. We, we're not, we, we're just driving to the first hole. He's trying to pass before there's a bridge. We about run off in the water. And uh, this whole time I'm thinking uh, now. So here's the thing. I, when I was a kid and I would do things that I thought were fun, things that, uh, that uh, would get little kids in trouble. Um, I did those secretly. Yeah. Me and my friends knew we did it. And we thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. The rest of the world may not have. Uh, no, they don't. This is out in the open. I don't care who's watching. And I'm like, guys, what you, the whole day. And I, ha- well, I I actually hate this. It makes me mad. Yeah. The whole day, they're ramming each other in the back. Like, I'm getting rammed. From the- <laughs> that would be so annoying. But I'm not driving. So yeah. it's my two buddies mm-hmm. from childhood. They're the ones driving. And they're hitting each other. And they're trying to spin each other out while we're driving. And it infuriates me. Because if this cart flips over, and I made reference, my buddy's like, who are you going to beat up? <laughs> I'm gonna hurt your face if you, if I flip over in this card. I guarantee it for for something you did stupid. So anyway, it, that makes me so mad. Uh, but the, the golf day was fun. We got fifth place. That's not bad. Uh, yeah. So my friend, so my friend bought some mulligans, and so mm-hmm. he he uh, he spent a hundred dollars and bought mulligans. Explain what that is. For- so. So uh, if so, if you're golfing in those kind of events, there's no such thing as mulligans in, in real life golf. In those kind of events, you can pay ten dollars per mulligan, and what that mulligan is is let's just say I'm uh, I'm putting and I miss a putt. It's a real close putt, and I miss it. Like oh, I'm going to use my mulligan, and you get to hit again for free from mm-hmm. the same spot. And if you make that one, then you get the better score. Mm-hmm. Like that's all the mulligan is. You can use it if you hit it off the tee box. You know, with your driver, you, if you miss hit it, hit it in the woods, like, oh, I'm going to take a mulligan. So he, he bought 10. So he's proud of himself because he's donating to the school and he yeah. keeps saying stuff like that. He's like, yeah, man, uh, I, I, I bought 10 mulligans. He hit 11 balls on the first <laughs> hole and just kept saying, I bought these mulligans. I'm going to use them. Hole two is like five mulligans. Hole four. <laughs> He would have had to spend $9,000 for the amount of mulligans he hit. And we're on the 18th hole, and he's 200 extra balls into this thing. And, he, and he's like, he said, he's like, we got like we got three mulligans left. He's like, I might yeah. as well use them. He was using them sparingly before. Yeah, and we just kept like, and he was like really trying to sell it to us. Because yeah. after about the third hole, I started saying about 15 holes till we were done. I just said, uh, yeah, it's a good thing you got those mulligans. I was like, <laughs> we should use another one here. He burned them up in the first hole. So we got fifth place. It didn't matter anyway. Had we won, I would have accepted. Well, I don't know. Had we won, I'd have felt really weird walking up to the front oh, of yeah. the, the. Yeah, because if we turned in the scorecard and we had won and we took 108 extra <laughs> shots, uh, I, I'd feel a little weird about getting whatever prize they gave yeah. us. Uh, l- I feel lucky that we got fifth and it was nothing. Yeah. Yeah, because. Uh, <laughs> we didn't win. And then I'll tell you this story. So uh, I, I'm i on a tee box, and I, I hit this ball. So for those of you that don't know in this world, uh, I was known in earlier life to hit golf balls really far. Uh, and I was, you know, I was on the REMAX uh, tour and all. So I, 
I could hit the ball far. Um, I got a little older and chubbier. I don't really torque the same. It doesn't go as far. It still goes far for regular golfers, but it's not. But it's it's not not where it wasn't close. Not nah, I'm close. So um, I'm on this hole and I hit a ball, and I know when they're good. Even what current good means to me, uh, I know when they're good, and know when they're bad. Well, I hit a ball and it was terrible. I, I didn't hear like the ping. Uh, it didn't feel like the it caved into the face. I, and so, uh, <laughs> but but it. And, and it went right, which is terrible when you're right-handed swinging. You don't want it to go right. You kind of want this little draw or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking golf here to try to build it up for anybody. But I, So I miss hit the ball, but it goes into the fairway. It's straight. It curved back and was right in the center. And I get down there. I even said right when I hit off the box, I'm like, did you guys hear that? Like, I, that's weird. I, I didn't even hear the ball ping. It was weird. Yeah. Like, I didn't hit it. So anyway, now we get down there and in the middle of the fairway and I beat the long drive, but I, I'm, I am amazed because like there is no way it didn't feel I right. just beat the long drive because I didn't even hit it good. I legitimately didn't hit it good. And, and I'm down there just baffled. I'm like, bro, my ball's in front of that sign. There's <laughs> no way. And, uh, so we drive by and Jerry, drives by and it's a thing that you grab so you you grab it it's got a handle on top and then you push it into the ground okay. so he drives by full speed on the cart picks it up in one swoop uh drives about 20 more yards where my ball was hits the brake we go sideways and he throws that spike into the ground like oh you got yeah. it right and so i'm like bro there's no way and so i was you know but i but i beat it yeah. so i got the sign and i was gonna write my name you know for the long drive mm-hmm. And I was about to ride. I already actually started to ride. I didn't even read the sign. And I look at it, and it was the ladies' long drive hole. <laughs> <laughs> Had I not read that and wrote my name on that, oh. once again, just like the Mulligans thing, I would have went up to the front. Like, like, okay, now time for the ladies' long drive. Lloyd Phillips. <laughs> I sound like an idiot. I look like an idiot when I walked up there. Well, I wouldn't have walked up there. Holy crap. Or, or had I... Had, <laughs> Had it fell fallen like that, I would have just identified as a lady. Oh yeah, got my prize. Yeah, that's yeah, what, that's what they're doing nowadays. Anyway. Like no way. I'm like <laughs> I identify as a woman on that hole. Yeah. So yeah, it's a thing you can do now. Anyway, like I, I'm glad that that didn't happen. We got fifth place. Imagine the story though if that did happen. Uh, Either one of those. Yeah, I got what. Well, <laughs> well, what you don't know is like there's somebody watching that hole. Oh, <laughs> so when I pick it up and we throw it down, yeah. like I'm like I'm the champion, uh, and then I pick it up, I'm like, oh man. So I knew who's ever watching the holes. Like those are dudes, and I'm like, <laughs> so I grabbed that sign and ran it back roughly. Where was that? I I tried to make it a little better for that person because yeah. I accidentally hosed him. But that's hilarious. Uh, I, I don't remember the name who was in front, so I don't know if she won, but probably the same lady uh and then that's it and then i go hang out with my buddies you were there mm-hmm. i don't like um so i know kids like to do these uh this, not spook houses well trails right yeah haunted trails. Ha- haunted houses or haunted trails like that kind of stuff i don't know why i, I mean do i hate it when i get there no like am i scared as an adult to go through there no, I, the, well, listen, don't let me tough talk. There's some, 
there are some out there where you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But yeah, those local high school kids. And since I do the announcing, I know most of the kids, even with mask on, I know yeah. who they are. And, and they know who I am because they can see me. Mm-hmm. I just can't tell who they are. So like I'm out there and they'll yell at the kids and they'll be like, Hey Lloyd, well, yeah, you know, you're that there. Happened, like, that yeah. happened so many times. They would just, they would scare somebody. There would be screams. And then, uh, uh me and Lloyd and our friend John were in the back until we do walking. And then they'd just be like, Oh, Hey Lloyd, what are you doing here? Yeah. And almost every like little section where there was a big scene and, and kids screamed and they would walk through, they'd be like, I just hear, Oh, Hey Lloyd. <laughs> and they just start talking to him. So, so, it, so I'm not saying I can't be scared, but I'm just saying like there's that. Yeah. So, so I didn't even really want to go. Why did I want? Oh, the World Series was on. Yeah. I just I just didn't want to go. Like, yeah. I. So, um, but at this age, we have kids that want to that want to do that stuff, and uh, so so we went. The thing was fine. I just am saying I don't like it. I remember one time I was at Universal Studios. I don't think this has ever been a podcast. I don't, not that I remember. I, we would go to Halloween, maybe a long time ago, whatever. So we go to Halloween. On Halloween, we would go to Disney World and MGM Studios. That would be so. We cool. did it two years in a, two years in a row. And so, when I was in high school, there was this National Safety Congress um, thing that Dad would go and be a part of. So we would would go there and they would block out MGM Studios just for the safety congress. Well those those spook or haunted houses or spook houses, whatever you call them, those were legitimately scary because this is movie quality yeah. stuff. So when you go through it and I was and I was fifteen at the time. And and uh I was like I was scared in real life. I think I went in by myself I don't recall my mom and dad going with me, and my, I don't think my brother went. I got I got nervous in real life. I bet. I don't know why. You know, like I, you know, it's well, fake. you know, it's staged. Yeah, but it's the but this is MGM Studios. Yeah, it's like the 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 jump scare aspect of it. Yeah, but this is how people get killed in these movies uh, because I walked through there and like it scared me in real life. Well, in that building at MGM Studios. There was a sign. There was an exit sign. You know, which which per OSHA, your leads, it's got to be posted, mm-hmm. <clears throat> no matter what the you know, the scary house thing is, I don't know. I would just walk through this thing and this guy was hanging like right in front of me, but you had to see like the lighting, like the, uh, the strobe lights. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was like, Nope. And I, there was an exit sign and I kicked that door open and ran out there. But here's where it got weird <clears throat> because when I kicked it open, I, it, it wasn't an exit sign to where the thousands of people are in the alley, like the, the walkways, I was in a dark, I was in a back lot, like in between these two buildings. So when I kick it open and I'm, and I'm looking, I mean, I can see people like up like 150 yards away, maybe where the regular crowds gather. And, uh, but I don't know where I'm at and I'm, I take off running. Well, one of those guys uh, in costume who look, this is MGM, man. This looks like this is real. Is chasing me for about 20 feet down the thing. He's like, no, wait. (laughs) You can't go that way. Come back. But like what he looked like. And I'm like, I'm not coming back. There's like, I'm going to turn around with you in this dark alley looking like you look. There's no way I'm going to do it. I was scared in real life. And I like, I ran and he, cause he chased me for like 20 feet. telling me you can't go come back. Like I was going to go back to that guy. 
That's hilarious. Yeah. I, that, that. So my point is, uh, it's not like I thought I was going to force the fear and we're going to be scared to death. I knew I was going to know people, but I just don't, you know. There was a kid uh, hiding in the bush in that thing that would that would have made me probably like yell out loud. Uh, but I had, I, the bush moved a little bit too much. So I saw him, he was in, like, it was a big bush and he was in the middle of the bush. The girls go that he didn't hop out for the girls. Cause I think he was still getting situated and he was gonna pop out on me. And I had just saw him. And right when I saw him, I was like, Oh, if you wouldn't have did that, you would have scared the crap out of me. And he just started laughing because he would have got me good because it was pitch black in that spot. Yeah. And I just saw his white mask. That's the only reason I saw him. The only, th- the, the only thing that got me and it wasn't, it wasn't like a, anything that they tried to make scary. Oh, they may try to make you jump, but it wasn't scary. I heard the train horn go. Oh off, yeah, all three of us. But I don't that. know where the yeah. train horn was. Yeah, I, I you could see the train, and if that was by design, then somebody's actually a genius. Because instead of making the train horn right next to their pretend train, mm-hmm. they had it hidden in the woods. So like you still think you're fifty feet mm-hmm. from the train. So I heard it, so I knew it was there, but I didn't know where. I didn't know where. It, so. I could see the train like in 50 feet and we're walking and I hit that horn and it was right beside me. Yep. Like not close to the train. Yeah. <laughs> and that one, that yeah, one made no. me jump. Yeah. All three of us jumped at that because I was in the same mindset as, okay, well, once we get up to this train, I just heard the horn. Once we get up to it, it's going to happen. And no, it happened way before. Yeah. That's the thing I don't like. Uh, I, I've, they don't even make me laugh. Make me laugh if I, if I see it happen to somebody else. But when people have those train horns in their cars, mm-hmm. And they honk it, and it makes me jump. It makes me want to rip that horn out of their vehicle. Yeah. But if I know it's coming, and then you see them do it to people. It's hilarious. Well, yeah, then I laugh, which Mm. I guess is the point that people try to make with it. How good was the... um, Are those legal? I I wouldn't think so. I mean, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Do you think they're legal? I never looked it up. It doesn't seem like something that would be legal. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. No. Um, how good was the girl at the very start of the of the trail, and she hopped out of the coffin and made all the girls <laughs> scream because it was so unexpected, and then she thought <laughs> she just started busting out laughing because she got the girl so good. <clears throat> Is that why she laughed? A one thousand percent. Well, I she don't... scared the crap out of them. Oh well, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I just heard her scream. And I, in my, so as I, what went through my head, I heard her scream and I thought, this is what I thought, (laughs) kind of a little opposite, but I thought she thought her scream was so terrible. It made herself (laughs) laugh, which made me laugh. Yeah, No, she got, she got the girls so good. And then she just started busting out laughing, which made everybody else laugh. Well, uh, I can tell you in one, well, we didn't go last year. So in two years time, uh, my daughter is way different because Two years ago, she wouldn't leave my side. Oh, you she saw held, my daughter. She held my hand the whole time. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, people were like, who's going to go first? Who's going to go first? She's like, I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> and then just took off walking. And most times by herself because yep. she was walking too fast. I'm mm-hmm. like, slow down. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, yeah, it was a good time, though. Yeah. It was. It didn't rain until we got back. Um, yeah, it was fine. It was a fine time. Uh, just, just to update people in the world. Nobody cares. They can watch this themselves, but it's uh, it's one one the World Series. Yep. So you know, because I always say, put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and, and then he played for the Phillies at one point. He won a championship with the Phillies. So yeah, I was wearing this Phillies jersey, and people were like, 
thought you were an Astros fan. Or or I didn't know you are a Phillies fan or whatever. Well, Astros won, so this next game I'm going to wear my Astros jersey. Uh, naturally. <laughs> of course you are. Yeah, you just got to go with the winners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my favorite team's on it, so you just go with the winners. And then the Phillies will win, and you'll switch back. But historically, Houston actually is one of my favorite teams. Like, had just uh-uh. So, uh, Phillies, not, not really. I mean, uh, I liked – there was a guy named Mike Schmidt that played for them. He was a Hall of Fame third baseman. But, like, my favorite Phillies guy growing up, well, right now you say, wasn't it Pete Rose? No, because when he played for Pete Rose, when Pete Rose played for him, I, I think I was a year old. So mm-hmm. it's not like I remember that. Lenny Dykstra was the big Phillies oh, yeah. guy I remember when I was a kid. And I tried to model my look after Lenny Dykstra when I played. I didn't wear his number or anything, but he always had, well, back then it was tobacco. <laughs> I always had big league chew. The oh, big, yeah. I mean, the whole pack. I would cram the whole pack, <laughs> and I would play like that. that's how I played. I would, oh my the gosh. whole pack of big league chew, I'd have it in my jaw, and that's and I thought I looked like Lenny Dykstra. The difference is Lenny Dykstra had Red Man or Beach Nut <laughs> yeah. in his, which is a kind of a funny thought to think about. I mean, I realize now I'm in my forties, but it wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't that long ago where. Major League Baseball players were on the bench with Chew. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were dipping. In. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even a thing. Like, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't, you know, what, whatever legislation. It wasn't even legislation. Just negative ads towards tobacco, which, I mean, rightfully so. Yeah. I'm not, not, not saying that we should, like, promote it. But, like, they're adults and they're playing a game. Does it really matter? Yeah. I mean, really. I, I mean, I... I I grew up with that because what people probably say is they're like, well, if you if you allow tobacco, kids are going to see it and then they're going to think it's okay. Well, listen, I can tell you right now, my dad did dip when I was a little kid, but he stopped when I, when I was probably like 10. My grandpa, he chewed his whole life, well, until he was about 60. All that was early life. I'm watching Major League Baseball players chew on the bench. I didn't want to dip or chew ever, and I haven't to yeah. this day. Yeah, same here. So, uh, I did tell a story one time. The only time I ever dipped, and it wasn't to be cool. I don't know what I was doing. It wasn't like I was in high school. Um, I was a kid, and I wanted to ask Dad. I'm like, let me get a dip. <clears throat> and Dad thought he was going to teach me a lesson. He let me have it. He was going to try to make me throw up, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, well, well, I said nothing. I just took the dip. I put it in. I didn't really know how to keep it in your lip, so like every time I spit, it would like come out. <laughs> so I'm like eight spits into it, and I had no dip left, and and then I had dip on my teeth and my lip, and I'm like, this is gross, uh, and I've never done it again. Yes, yeah, disgusting. N- never. So the point is, Lenny Dykstra, he that's how he'd roll. He didn't inspire me. People are weak minded. They need to grow up. Yeah, people do. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we're trying to protect the world, and we're becoming the biggest sissies on the planet. Mm, that's a fact. I, I mean, I don't care about protecting. We need to protect the world. You know what I mean, though? Like, yes. It's, uh, it's a perfect quote, which I, I think, didn't we talk about this before? Maybe. That perfect quote that I don't know. <laughs> Hard times create... Stronger people. You know what I'm talking about? That mm, quote? No. Well... You're not going to hear it here then because I don't remember it. <laughs> but, but basically, basically, hard times create hard people. Hard people create soft times. Soft time. It's like that kind of stuff. Mm. Soft times create soft men. So, you know, it's like a, I th- we're in the middle of soft times. That's yeah. what I think. 
I agree. Because it's like so soft that uh, it, we'll get it back eventually. <laughs> so, you know, uh, uh, listen, uh, we don't talk about political stuff. We're not going to. But there's just some stuff I don't get. I'm just I'm I, I'm going on the record on this one. This is just stupid, and, and everybody that listens to the show often knows that I stay away from a, a lot of topics. And so, but furries, come on, is this even a topic that we have to stay away from? Is it? I don't know because I, I I hear it on furries is not political. Well, listen, I hear it on social media, and I hear it that even locally here in Oklahoma, which as we all know is like if if not the top three reddest states in the country, and we. I hear there's like local high schools that have furries. And for those of you that don't know, apparently it's like kids who think they're cats or dogs and they meow or bark. And if I'm not mistaken in certain schools, not in Oklahoma, I hope not, but that they have to like address them as cats or they can't get onto them. If they meow in the hallway, if they cry, have you heard this? I, That's pure stupidity. I if know that, what a furry is. I've never heard that before. Well, I'm telling you if that, Oh, I've heard it. If that, if that really happens in real life, Listen, I'm not for bullying kids at all. That's not what I'm telling you. But if that happens in real life, how do you how do you not get bullied if that's you know the best way to not get bullied is to not, not pretend to be a cat. Well, maybe yeah, that's where I'm going. But, but I just mean like um um that would draw so much more attention to you if you're trying to avoid something negative. Yes, that's I guess is what I'm saying. Like I don't get that at all. That I'm not I'm not acting like. That you that you don't be nice to people. All you're supposed to be nice to everybody, right? Yes. I, I go with that. that. That's a fact. You should. But but <laughs> as a teacher, I don't have to be a teacher in second class, and I got to pretend that this kid's a cat. I was gonna say, hey Ricky, are you a kitty today, or are you just Ricky? Which one are you? Sorry, Ricky. I just play golf with Ricky. <clears throat> the Ricky I play golf with, he's not a furry. He's not but, a cat. No. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know which furry he is. I don't know, but I don't think he's a cat though. But I'm just saying, like. Did, that, is that really a thing? I was going to say to we're, you're, we're supposed to be nice to everyone because at the end of the day, no matter what their view is, what the heck they are, they're human. But if they're pretending to be a cat, I don't know if that cancels that out or not. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, because I know some people are really mean to their animals. So Oh, here we go. What? <laughs> hey, I just want for, for those of you out there in the, this world <clears> – <throat> You know, I'm at Layton's house two or three oh, days a week, we and uh, and just through these podcast times, um, you know, because you just fairly recently started, you know, editing and all that stuff. But I don't know. What if I, I've been to your house 30 times, 40? Yeah, not more. 30, yeah, let's just go 50. I've seen his dogs <laughs> three times, and I'm like, where, where are your dogs at? They're in the laundry room. He's lying. Every time I come here. And when they let them out, they run them straight to the back porch, and then they shut the door. I'm like, do you guys ever see the dogs? Yes. They don't even know what their dog looks like right now. They're, our dogs are well-trained and can do tricks. <laughs> well, so Yeah, that's the only way they get in the laundry room. <laughs> so, like, do you want us to open this laundry room door for five minutes tonight? <laughs> Roll over. So, as long, I mean. <laughs> no, when we have guests over, we either take them from outside if they're uh, barking or it's hot or cold. I've never heard them bark, by the way. Uh, and because they're trained. Uh, <laughs> we'll move them inside, and if they're inside and people come over, we move them into the laundry room because these dogs are wild, and they jump over or jump on everything well, and everybody. Well, they don't sound trained. Okay, well, that's the part that we haven't 
So they're not really trained. Down. Uh, partly. What Half you, trained. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'll quit talking about it. Leighton gets mad at me. What would you get mad at me for last night? What was I? Um, was well, a, that was too. It's a sports reference. You got all mad about it. And we'll talk oh, about yeah. It. Lloyd said that like Cincinnati has had a good football team for the last 10 years. They have. They've had three nine and one season, and it has lost to the good, the better team every time in the playoffs. And I actually said five years. I said in the last yeah. five years they're five, ranked. Oh, five years. They're so, ranked. You know, whatever. Which they, like, which I'm not saying that that they weren't. But that's, guess that, what? That's not true. That's okay. That's, so that's exactly what he was saying. Uh, so five 2018, they were 11 and two, lost to a big team in the, uh and didn't make it in the playoffs. Like I said, uh, 2019, 11 and three. Didn't make it to the playoffs because they got beat. Uh, third, 2020, they were nine and one. I think that this is the looks year like, that they looks let like them, Daddy was correct. Huh? That they let him. No, no. <laughs> My point was they. I don't. I don't count them as a Georgia, a Alabama, a LSU, a OU. Uh, well, well, you remove, Ohio State. Remove OU from that list. You just said They're no. Terrible. No, we can at least make it to the playoffs and lose the game. They didn't make it to the playoff those years. A couple of them, be, they got beaten to playoff. One of them, but no, two of them. They didn't let them in one year because they were Cincinnati. No, that's not why. Yeah, because I knew that they're going to lose uh, anyway. So, hi, it's, it's just stuff he didn't understand. Uh, when you, the older you get, the more wisdom you have. And people have said to me like, "Lloyd, how are you so wise?" I'm like nobody said that to you before. Probably a couple, and when they do, I'm like, well, I just know stuff. They're like, how do you know stuff? I'm like some people are just got it. See, that's what is uh, hard to like. You can't debate Lloyd unless you have like the entire history of the subject that you're going to debate. Because if you don't, he it, somehow he does. <laughs> And even if he doesn't and he's it's wrong, not, he will never admit that he's wrong. It's not that I don't. It's that you're arguing with subjects that I've, I've been around for. And some and some of them, some of them that you refuse to acknowledge, I was around my whole childhood and you weren't because you weren't even born yet. And then in your era, you see a player uh, who was good in your time and you automatically assume that he was better than the player that existed in the time before you. But, but in my lifetime, I've been alive for both of them <laughs> and I know. I'm telling you, and that's why every older person, only young people will give you a Stephen Curry, and they're going to give you a LeBron James. Anybody that's been around for both of them, they're never going to say those two. Exactly, because they're going to say Dwayne Wade. <laughs> so Well, okay, yeah. See, Lloyd thinks I think LeBron's the greatest of all time. No, I think Dwayne Wade is, and I know he's not, but I think he is in my head because he's my all-time favorite sports athlete besides Peyton Manning. Those two, no, you can't can you can't tell me that so and so is better than those two players because I think they're the greatest of all time because they're my childhood heroes. Um, well, I'll tell you what Dwayne Wade does good. He makes cool shoes. That's actually true. And I don't think people even know. I I guarantee I guarantee most people don't even know that he makes. Oh shoes yeah, because uh, they're, they're not, not from here. Yep. Dwayne Wade has. If you don't know, and for look, I do got somebody to listen right now who are like, who is Dwayne Wade? Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> He's a basketball player, and he was pretty good when he played. And and uh, he has a line of shoes out, but they're not even in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And they're unbelievable. Yeah, I think they're way of Wade. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. But they're in China, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're actually really cool. Like, I, I've already told you before, like, my style. I mean, if I really just had to tell you what my style is, just, just one shot, smoking slippers, fine pants, uh, and then usually some kind of scarf 
because the shirt didn't have necessarily have to be fancy. Yeah. It could be a t-shirt, right? Mm-hmm. But but people think I'm fancy. Well, you're wearing fancy and, pants, and, and right it's not now. that I'm fancy. It's that I just wear fancy pants, fancy shoes, and then the rest of it's just <laughs> how nerdy does this make me sound? It's just accessories. Yeah. So uh, that's but that's it. But so Dwayne Wade's shoes is not even my style because I don't. I'm not the kind that wears high tops as a style. But I recognize when people wear that. Like, I know they look cool. Like, mm-hmm. I know it looks cool. It wouldn't look cool to me. And if it is from somebody else so far, not in my head, because it's not it's, it's not my style, but those shoes are awesome. I'd wear them every day yeah, if that was my they're style. Because really cool. they're high top. The ones yeah. I like are the high tops. Oh, yeah, they're, they're super cool. Anyway, I don't, I don't know. Uh, for for anybody that wants to hear this high top knowledge, listen, let's uh, – I guess we'll, we'll get off here. It's so good to um, – to be with you this week. Have a fine week. Um, I don't know what the weather is. Hopefully it's good for you, whatever part of the world you're in. Uh, I'm going to the desert again. <laughs> and I think there's more rain for your trips uh, to the desert, so that'll be nice. Yeah, so excited. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, I got this, uh, like I just said, I just got this Phillies jersey, Pete Rose. Uh, is awesome one. Uh, go ahead and get that in your time right now because the Phillies are in the World Series. Uh, put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, everybody, and uh, we'll uh, see you uh, next week. church family. It's good to talk with you. <laughs> <laughs>